Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBV Pod. I'm your host, Steve Johnson. And recently, I visited the Darden School of Business associated with the University of Virginia, or UVA, and it was an amazing time of learning. The trip was for the Partnership for Leaders in Education, which helps build leadership capacity in order to successfully turn around low-performing schools. Uh, Panama Buena Vista is part of uh, this cohort, and we are we have four schools, Stein, Seibert, Sandrini, and Castle, uh, in which leaders are going to UVA and learning really best practices for leading schools through change. I wrote a blog post about 10 things I learned at UVA, and it's gotten a lot of traction online, so I thought... You know, for the people who would rather listen to the 10 things I learned, I would do a PBV podcast. So um, I really do believe that if you go to a conference or a workshop or whatever as a leader within education, it's important to share what you learn. And so whether I'm doing a blog post or doing a solo podcast without someone that I'm interviewing, such as this one right here, I think it's important to share the information that I have so that everyone can benefit from it. So, 10 things I learned at UVA about a week ago um, when I was part of the team from Panama Buenos that went there. The first thing is the importance of feedback. A principal who attended UVA with me had a great epiphany that she shared with me. Whether a person's a leader is creating a protocol, an agenda, or whatever for his or her school site, um, it's more important to create that product in real time with teachers as opposed to um, building it yourself and then going and getting feedback. Now, sometimes you might need to build something yourself and go and get feedback after the fact, but it's more powerful to create something when uh, you can get the feedback from the person while it's being created or from a team uh, even better while it's being created. So number one, the importance of feedback. Number two, creating urgency. Everyone talks about the importance of communication and communication is extremely important within an organization. We all know that. But what isn't discussed as often is the importance of urgency. Uh, you need to create as a leader urgency for why change needs to happen. Otherwise, people don't really understand why what you're trying to implement is imperative, uh, either for them or, more importantly, for student learning. Everything needs to be tied back to student learning, every decision that's made on a campus, um, and explaining why something is urgent and why people need to begin pulling in the same direction uh, is extremely important. Okay, that's uh, number two, creating urgency. Number three, asking why over and over and over again. So I, from my experience, people who are consultants, the great consultants, are able to facilitate understanding uh, among the people that they're helping by asking why just questioning people and asking them why over and over again. So for example, let's say there's a consultant talking to a teacher and the consultant starts by beginning with uh, the students in subgroup, whatever, didn't do well on this common form of assessment question. Why is that? And then maybe the teacher says, uh, well, because they weren't listening. And the consultant says, why? And the teacher might say, because they didn't care about what I was teaching. Why? Uh, because they're not interested. Why? 
I guess because the lesson wasn't interesting to them. Why? Because I guess I didn't make it interesting. Consultant says, how could you make it more interesting? I suppose I could include information in my instruction that applies directly to the students' lives. Consultant says, is there anything else you could do? The teacher ends with, I could talk less during the input portion of my lesson and provide the students with something more engaging during the structured and guided practice portions. So I just came up with that whole fake dialogue between a consultant and a teacher. But you can see how, even though it might not be 100% true to life, uh, it, there is this, you know, you know, answer of, well, here's the way it is. And the consultant is really digging down, well, why is that the way it is? Um, Barb Pitchford, who's one of the authors of Leading Impact Teams, does, does this very well. And it's uh, it was really cool when I was at Norris um, School District recently, and I saw her leading a team through this, and she was asking why, 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 and really drilling down to specific reasons uh, why some students didn't perform well on a test. And that's kind of what I was thinking about when I wrote um, the uh, dialogue that I just shared. So um, asking why of your teammates and even your leaders to really drill down to uh, the important um, components of what you're trying to figure out uh, is necessary uh, if you want to build collective teacher efficacy. Okay, uh, fourth thing, fourth thing I wanted to share is the 25 cent rule. Okay, this is from a great uh, instructor and presenter at UVA named Tanya Kales. So imagine if you have two quarters in front of you, three dimes, four nickels, and five pennies. So uh, what you could do in this exercise is take about five minutes to write the top 10 to 15 things you can do at your school site to increase student learning. Now take the two quarters that you have in front of you and place each one of them by the top two things on your list. Then take your three dimes and place them beside the next three most important things. Then do the same thing for the four nickels and then the same thing for the five pennies. Depending on how many things you wrote, you might have more items or less items than you do uh, quarters and, and pennies and all that. Now, the quarters represent your big rocks, the things that give you the biggest bang for your buck regarding student learning. The pennies are placed next to the lower priority tasks. And unfortunately, you know, if someone goes through this uh, exercise, as I did, you might unfortunately see that those tasks um, are where we spend most of our time. Those penny tasks take up a lot of our time, but they're not giving us the biggest bang for our buck. The 25 cent items are the things that can really um, increase student learning. So the reason for this is that, uh, the reason for doing this activity that is, is to show that usually there's things that are most important, and we know they're most important, but uh, the things that seem urgent at the moment take up most of our time. And it's good to build into our day, uh, especially for a leader at a campus, time to really focus on the important 25 cent tasks. So that was another really important thing that I learned from UVA. Fifth thing, uh, clarity regarding measurement of data. Okay, this uh, is also from Tanya Kales. Let's say you want to lose weight. Uh, so if that's the case, what's the best way to measure success? Uh, should you use a scale, clothing size, BMI, a food journal, maybe pictures uh, of yourself for motivation, 
an exercise journal calories, counting calories. Okay, so what if you're heavier on the scale due to muscle gain, but you look better? What if you're cutting calories, but a few weeks later, your eating isn't really that healthy? What if you have an impeccable food journal, but you're not seeing any results? And what if a group of people are trying to lose weight, but they're using all these different metrics to determine success, and they're trying to talk about it? It would make success difficult to determine. So the point of what Mentania led us through this exercise was um, there's a lot of different ways to gauge how well you are doing something uh, as a team at school. Um, what's important throughout a school site and through a district too is to make sure you're using the same uh, the same ways of analyzing data. Um, if everyone's using different metrics and looking at different um, you know, scale scores versus percentile ranks or uh, looking at different tests within, for ELA, like someone's looking at star reading, but someone's looking at but another group's looking at benchmark, it's really hard to compare. So it's good to get on the, on the same page and, uh, and move in the right direction as far as um, looking at data. Okay, number six, number six is um, uh, a presenter that I just really, really liked. His name is Martin N. Davidson. Uh, I really wanna be this guy when I grow up. I ordered his book on Amazon and I will put a link to it in the show notes, but he was just a dynamic presenter, really got the group thinking and uh, I enjoyed learning from him. So Martin and Davidson uh, is uh, just a great, great presenter. Okay, number seven, uh, the consultancy protocol. All right, this is something that I'll also link out to in the show notes, but basically you have a presenter, timer, and one or more consultants. The presenter shares a problem of practice and the consultant or consultants ask questions or make statements that help the presenter arrive at his or her own conclusion. Answers and opinions are not provided to the presenter, uh, and this is pretty powerful. Some of the effective questions or statements that could be said are, tell me more about, or have you considered, or what do you think a person would say about, or it appears you are operating with an assumption that, or this leadership challenge raises a couple of questions for me. So instead of giving the person who's talking about the problem of practice all the answers, which is really something that, you know, I feel, you know, when I'm trying to help someone out, I don't usually guide them to their own answers by asking questions. I usually just try to fix it and give them my own answers. But, um, but using some of those prompts that I just said and using the consultancy protocol paper that I'll link out to uh, just is really, really powerful and allows them to have a lot more aha moments as opposed to me just like thinking I can give them the answer. Okay, number eight uh, is the importance of everyone getting good at the same thing or at least pulling in the right direction. This is something uh, that I've learned from my conversations regarding John Hattie's work as well. Uh, but oftentimes we think we need to be perfect in order to be effective when all we really need is a team moving ever so slightly in the right direction together. So, of course, having only a few initiatives that everyone does well is the goal. And when a district has coherence and alignment, it's easier for the district office to provide support because everyone's doing the same high leverage things. Uh, it makes things simple and simple's great. So uh, even though we wanna get, you know, do those few things and all be uh, doing the same few things, 
um, it all starts with pulling in the right direction, saying, okay, these are the things we're going to focus on. And even if we don't do them really well at first, we're going to all do them together. And that is going to create momentum and you will refine those strategies or protocols or whatever uh, as you're working on them collectively. Okay, number nine, the importance of one's environment while learning. The UVA campus is beautiful. It's inspiring to be there. And it just made me think of how important location is for student success. Uh, something to think about if you're running a school site. And then the last thing, the 10th thing, um, chalkboards on the wall are awesome and are kind of undervalued in K-12 education. I remember in the 80s when I was in elementary school, the chalkboards were everywhere and I'd help my uh, teacher by cleaning the erasers, the chalkboard. But I, but I say long live the chalkboards. The UVA classrooms have at the front at least three chalkboards and you can, the instructor can pull them up and down so you can like flip back and forth between different chalkboards. And so they were writing notes and, um, you know, and I was taking notes too. And, you know, they had uh, a projector and they had PowerPoints they were showing, but the chalkboard just made it like that tangible learning uh, really cool. And it kind of gets you in a learning mode. So that might be a little subjective on my part as far as liking the aesthetic of chalkboards, but I wanted to share that. So anyways, those are the top 10 things. Uh, that I learned at UVA that I wanted to share with everyone. Uh, if you have any questions about these, let me know. But I will put uh, a link to my original blog post in the show notes, along with the other things that I mentioned. And thanks for listening.